You're listening to Perfectly Normal. This is a podcast where I bring you love, courage, and connection. I'm your host, Michelle Quay. I'm a confidence and leadership coach, where I work with negative self-talkers to get them to believe in the talent that they have in reaching their full potential in both personal and professional life. I'm the founder of Elevate Life Coaching. It's a coaching and seminar company. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this week's podcast. How's everyone doing? So yesterday, I walked into the, my gym, my home gym. And so right now, if you go to the gym, you basically have to wear a mask. And in addition to a mask, you would have to wear gloves. And it was just kind of odd because um, when they say glove they didn't really specify is it a surgical glove is it a you know full cover your finger gloves or is it workout gloves so if you think about the gloves and you think about the gym right you go into the gym basically everything is dirty in the gym um anything that you touch and 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 land your feet on it, it's all dirty so there's no way that they can keep the gym 100% uh, germ free because they're just it's just not possible um so a couple of things that was really interesting and that i had observed um including people are wearing masks but when they wear a mask you know because it's really difficult and hard to breathe so people pull down their their mask halfway so their nose is out and they kind of cover semi cover their mouth a little bit so but they have the mask on so <laughs> i think we really need to do a, a tutorial on how to put on your mask properly and and just to show and educate everyone um and then when it comes to glove, because it wasn't uh, specified in terms of is it a workout gloves or is it a uh, surgical glove, you know, one of those um, that blue glove, gloves that you wear or white gloves that you wear when you have to touch something that's more um, corrosive or something that's more, um, you, you want to stop spreading the germs, right? So you want to make sure that your finger get covered. But I saw people walking around and wearing these um, workout gym gloves, and which defeat the whole purpose of wearing gloves. And I'm thinking, you know, do you go back and, and spread your, your glove after each workout? Or do you, like, before you touch the next item, or do you just continue that pair of gloves? And chances are, you, you go back to the car, you're going to throw your, your gloves back to the car where it came from, right? So how many of us actually go home and wash that pair of gym workout gloves? Hmm, not very often. And... So I thought that was pretty interesting to observe, but that's the new regulation going to the gym. So going back to the story where I first entered the gym and there was this girl behind the counter and she, she's basically there to checking, making sure that all the members are scanning their barcodes, you know, people get checked. And so when I, after I scanned my barcode, she said to me, she said, wow, you have a lot of energy. I wish I had your energy. 
And all I did was just walking to the gym and I feel pumped and because I was excited. You know, 4th of July, they were closed. So I had, took a day off the, the day after and now I'm ready to go back. So yesterday was my first day going, going back and doing, actually wanted to do a full workout. So I walked in and I would feel energized and she made a comment. I, I really appreciate that great comment. And that, that was a very kind thing for her to say. So I said, well, Come on, get on the get onto the treadmill and so that you can work out with me and then you'll you'll be energized. And she starts shaking her head. She's like, No, not me. I don't wanna be, I don't wanna go work out. So I'm thinking, and this is quite common. If you notice, you know, a lot of a lot of us, you know, including me myself too, in the past, you know, the old me would come across with feelings or emotions or things that just doesn't work out really well for me. And I would complain. The best thing that we all do is we go default to complain. Yeah, this is not working out for me. I wish I can can do something differently. And I wish that person didn't pick on me. I wish my boss could just recognize my, um, you know, my achievement, my contribution. Why can't he be more inspiring and things like that? So we immediately go to that default of, playing the victim. And when you play the victim, you start saying a lot of things about how it's not your responsibility, right? We have that tendency of, you know what, it's everybody else's fault. So it, this is the two, two um, level of energy that's really interesting because um, in the energy leadership standpoint, where this is where I, I get certified from. And in the elite energy leadership standpoint, these two are the most catabolic energy that we all have. And the catabolic term means that the most negative, heaviest energy that we all experience. When something is going well, typically these two energy, they don't show up. We don't feel that we're, we're, we're the victim. We don't feel that there's someone needs to be blamed. But when things aren't going the, in the direction that we want it, we start going playing that victim, victim thinking and that blaming game, right? And everything has to do with responsibility. That's not my responsibility. That's not my job. Um, it's always someone else's fault. So we keep going into that looping and relooping of thinking of being the victim or criticizing others. Now, if you continuously playing in that victim or playing in that blaming game, chances are it's not a very sustainable and supportive energy that you want to be in. You will go into the situation, which I know I have in the past. I keep thinking that it's you know someone else's fault. It's always other person. The other person is too picky and the other person um, doesn't doesn't have the leadership skill the other person doesn't know um, how to how to manage and and or you're know, on the on the other side would be that person is micromanaging me um, we never really stand back and then take the responsibility upon ourselves so recently I got certified as the Hopono Pono um, practitioner. And basically, the Ho'oponopono meditation practice has to do with um, how we begin to take responsibility for everything that we are experiencing. That includes everything 
that had happened to you and everything that's happening with someone else. So if someone else coming to you and complain to you about their experience, the fact that they are complaining to you, it becomes your problem. So you have the full responsibility, even though you may not have caused, you know, what that person's problem, but the fact that that person had brought it to you, the universe is connecting the two together, right? So whatever that you are experiencing right this moment, because someone had complained something to you, the fact that you are listening to it and that you are experiencing either a frustration or either, you know, you get really annoyed by that person complaining that you are responsible for that person's um, emotion, which when I first heard this, it was, wow, this is truly phenomenal. <laughs> so the way that I was uh, trained as a coach, it's very similar concept with, with all this. And this, is, this came from Joe Vitale's uh, Zero Limit. So highly recommend reading that book. And it, it, he was also in the movie, The Secret. So if you guys go back to watch The uh, Secret, you, you, you will see uh, Joe Vitale talking about the zero limit too. Um, so Joe Vitale has this book called Zero Limit, and it's the same concept about how we as individual is really full of possibility and potential and that we have no limit. And zero, it means that you are limitless. You have all these capacity to be and create whatever that you desire um, so long as you listen to the right inspiration and not operating from all these default systems that you carry um, from this lifetime. And it was when, when I started to read the book, The Zero Limit, I, it was really fascinating. It was phenomenal because, like I said, you know, the, the way that I was trained as a coach is the same way, same concept. We individual need to go back and start taking responsibilities for all that we experience. And, and if you think about how we are in the physical world, if you think about our body as a vehicle that we are on this earth, on this planet, there's something else that was feed into that physical world, right? So we typically understand it as the mind and the soul. So in addition to the body, we have the mind and the soul. And this is there's a really detailed description in the zero limit. So I, I, and I don't want to repeat, you know, what is being said in the book. So I'll basically summarize for you. It's basically understanding that we, as human, we operate a lot of time out of these memories that was stored within us. So we are not using our true and full potential from what was given to us. And in the book, they talk about the divine divinity and that divinity is constantly speaking to us. And when you think about that divinity, you may want to identify it if you have a religion practice, you may identify it with God, maybe you wanted to identify it with Buddha, or for me, it's the universe. The universe has this power 
that we as human we cannot comprehend and that we cannot understand. But the universe has a way of communicating with us through our soul, through our mind, and through our body. But unfortunately, when we were all born into this world, we we picked up all these memories and parts of the memory from our past. From the ancestors, it was all stored in our memory, and when the timing is right, we pull out these information, we act on them, and they become our default behavior. So, in order to going back to recognizing that and listen to that divinity or the divine or the universe. You have to start taking responsibility for how you feel and what you are feeling right here and right now. So you have to stay in the present moment and really, really, truly understanding that and recognizing whether or not you're operating by the default from your memory, or are you operating through your inspiration, through that intuition that we all have? Are you listening? Are you able to? Listen to your intuition. Are you able to listen to what is being communicated to you? And so, in order to do that, because our mind is constantly busy and it's constantly sending out these signals from the memories, in order to start listening to the inspiration, start listening to your intuition, we have to start working on what is it that we need to erase. Like it's you have to kind of imagine that your mind as a central processing uh, unit, a CPU, right? In the computer, if you're、uh, a techy person, you will understand that you know this is a central processing center, like the Intel, like a computer processing center, where you store all the information, whether it's useful, whether it's not useful, you you keep them in there. So in order to Start listening to your inspiration. You have to start sorting out what type of information came from the divinity, or what type of information came from this intuition, versus what type of、um, information came from this memory.、Um, something that had happened in the past, and therefore it gets stored in your memory. And then again, when it's time, you extract that information, and you think that that is the way to. Um, live in this world, but in fact, you are actually operating out of your memory, out of something that may not have served you or may not serve you in our present moment. So, when I when I started get into that whole book and and getting the certification, I was really I felt like wow, this is marvelous, this is phenomenal, <laughs> because it really. Came in line with what I do as energy leadership coach and as confidence coach, and it's really about teaching you and you know even myself as I was going through that journey to teach myself how to use these tools and understanding more about my body, my mind, and my soul. Who are they? You know, are they are they something else? Are they who who are these people that's living in me and? You know these entity that's living in me, and when once you start able to let go of all these noise, these external noise that's been stored in your memory, once you start letting them go, you start to listen to the inspiration. And 
Joe Vitale had talked about the three stages that we all go through, and I will leave that to you because you might be interested, wanted to、uh, pick up that book, and highly recommend that book. And so, in the book, he had talked about three stages. And so, personally, I would say that I am on the third, the last stage of that that picture, and it doesn't make me any better. It doesn't make me any any. Better than doing and dealing with what we're experiencing in this lifetime, I believe that it just gave me a little more understanding and knowledge, so that I can share with you how if you are going through that stages of life, those two other stages in the process of reaching to zero limit. Um, so this is something that I thought I would share with you, and I, I really believe that the more that you practice, the better you become, and the better you become, you start to listen to your intuition, you start listen to your inner inner true self, and you know that's face it, you know your inner critic is also part of you. So how do you know which voice is it speaking to? Like、uh, even now, if you're listening to my podcast, chances are you're you're speaking to yourself right now, this very moment. You're processing everything that I have just said, and you're you're speaking in your head, even though you don't recognize it. So you're constantly talking to yourself. So are you picking up the noise that's around you from your memory, or are you actually picking up the signal from inspiration? And what do you do with the inspiration, right? So, let, let's go back to the girl who was standing behind the counter when I first walked into the gym. If she is really, really, truly inspired to pick up her energy and to wanted to create a change, then when I invite her to, you know, jump on the treadmill, she, without a doubt, she's like, "Yeah, I'll be, I'll be out there." You know, after work, or I'll be out there soon. Um, so it's a different approach and different type of energy that we start to see this world and to start seeing our situation. And believe me, it's it's very、um, it's a miracle. I don't believe there's any other word to describe that experience when you can really truly feel you're not doing a lot of self talk. But the idea that comes in, the creativity that comes in, is just constant. It's the universe is constantly speaking to you, and you pick up all these signals out of inspiration rather than out of memory. And with these ideas, with these inspiration, you tend to take action a lot more quickly than coming out of memory or coming out of fear. So. One last thing I wanted to leave you with today would be, I want you to start recognizing, you know, all the decision, all the actions that you've been taking, are they coming out from your memory by default, or are they truly your inspiration, the ideas that will lead you to a greater purpose? So think about that. And if you're interested, you know, come join my group, the Confidence Lab for Remarkably Courageous People. This is where you can find me and interact and ask questions and just kind of reflect, you know, what you have just heard from this podcast. 
All right. I will see you all next week. And remember, you don't have to be normal. You can be extraordinary. All right. Have a good one. Hey, thanks for listening. In order for this conversation to continue, I would like to invite you to join my private Facebook group, The Confidence Lab for Remarkably Courageous People. This is where we can continue this conversation to bring more love, courage, and connection in helping each other and supporting each other in moving forward in our lives. If you found value in this show, I would appreciate if you can give me a rating on iTunes or Spotify. We'll simply share this show with a friend who may benefit from hearing it. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. If you'd like to learn more about what I do as a coach, please visit my website at elevatelifecoaching.org or shoot me an email. See you on the next show.